the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. What is going on, anyone and everyone that might happen to be alive at this particular point in time? 68 degrees right now. Are you essing me? No, you're not. And with that, I say, big shout out to those listening out there in the spirit world. I miss you all. I love you all. And of course, a huge howdy to the high holy three. And Lady Chop Chop, I love you. 68 degrees. It is so magnificent outside. All I want to do is be outside. Mm, can but we just do the show outside? I'm sorry, your name, sir? <laughs> that would be Producer oh, Lolo. Oh, Producer Lolo's yeah. here. But I look in your eyes, Producer Lolo, and I see the angry man, and I see Mr. Lolo's displeasure, but that'll be coming up in just a little bit. It's a little yeah? bit later on, yeah. it looks like you got hacked in a way, and that's going to be big, and people will be able to relate to it. I'm mad. Yeah. I'm mad about it. I'm not happy. You're the producer. We could go outside someday when it's like this and just broadcast from the front of the street right here. <laughs> that'd be great. It'd be at an angle sloping downwards, but that'd be a fantastic we'll have a broadcast. Crowd of folks six feet apart from yeah. each other, and they can be that'd our be fans. Good. But here's the deal, man. Maybe not six feet apart from each other that much longer because Texas opened up yesterday. Oh. And Governor Abbott there in Texas said, hey, everybody, forget about the masks and all that. Don't even worry about it. It's a sight everyone has grown used to, masks covering faces. And it's soon to be a thing of the past in Texas. For small business owners yep. like Ziggy Gruber, it's good news, but it leaves a bitter taste. It was a, a wonderful to hear, you know, that he is going to let us open up 100%. I'm a little bit um, nervous about is they mentioned that the total, taking off the total masks. Announcing the biggest rollback of coronavirus restrictions out of any U.S. state, Governor Greg Abbott said he was ending the mask mandate on March 10th. Law enforcement officials will no longer be able to penalize people for not wearing face coverings, and businesses will also be able to reopen to full capacity. For nearly a half a year, That's the governor. most businesses have been open either 75% or 50%. Too many small business owners have struggled to pay their bills. This must end. Counties with high numbers of patients in intensive care will still be able to apply some restrictions on businesses, but they won't be able to force them to close. Nearly 6 million out of the state's 29 million residents have been given at least one vaccine shot. Although the move has been criticized by health experts, a handful of other U.S. states have also announced plans to ease restrictions. Here's the thing. Somebody once told me, you know when this coronavirus is going to end? 
So when? About two months after the election, and it's starting to end. Mm-hmm. And two months after the election, it begins in November, December, January, February, so three months after the election. But they told me this is all politically uh, bent. This is all politically handled. And now the politics is getting one of two things. Texas governor's Republican, so he's not a big Biden fan or anything. They're starting to burn Biden on his deal the way they burned uh, Trump on his deal, talking about cabinet positions. First political setback of the Biden administration is this uh, Nira Tandon. She withdraws her nomination as his cabinet director of budget management, and she wasn't going to be approved by the divided Senate. So forget about it. She's got to go ahead and head on out. So gone from the Biden administration. Reason being, she was tweeting before she became a member of the administration, tweeting, attacking Republicans, all kinds of stuff, attacking Republicans. And so just like all the tweets where the Republicans were attacking the Democrats, or at least it's making it look that way, the liberal press then uh, forget about it. That's over, and you're going to see this stuff happen and boom like that. But, boy, as soon as the new administration came in, that's what they told me. As soon as the new administration comes in, after that, a couple months after that, you're going to see all this happen, no problem whatsoever. But as far as the vaccine itself is concerned, well, sometimes I think these guys, because they're put in positions of power, sometimes I think these guys make stuff up just to maintain their gig. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Dr. Fauci, mm-hmm. has now come up with a new strain of the COVID virus. Well, we certainly are taking the New York uh, variant, the uh, 526, very seriously, Lori. Um, you know, as as you know, it, it started off in what is likely in the Washington Heights section and then has gone through multiple boroughs and is now gaining work done by David Ho has shown that we have to really keep an eye on that for its ability to evade both monoclonal antibody and to a certain extent, um, the vaccine induced antibody. So it's something we take very, very seriously. The idea about the accessibility of antibody to the nasopharynx, I mean, that's obviously a good point. It's a theoretical, but it can be a real issue. So I'm sure that's gonna be something that is going to be looked at and studied Uh, about the degree of not only the viral load, but also the persistence of the viral load in the nasopharynx. So good points, all unknown right now, but something that we're going to be looking at very carefully. And the longer I, Dr. Fauci, can keep this stuff unknown, the longer I get to keep this six-figure gig at 80 years of age. Bravo to you, old man. Bravo to you. That's all I got to say. He's got to figure it out. But, you know, let's get to some serious news some news that really impacts society, and that is the news. That Stone Cold Steve Austin of the WWE, WWF, WW whatever, Stone Cold Steve Austin's got a book coming out, Austin 316, like John 316 in the Bible. This is Austin 316, and it comes out 3 March 16th. Oh. It'll be fantastic. Nicely placed right there. Yeah. 
Steve Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin, he used to come out oh, and he used to get in everybody's faces. He's such a fan. The beer cans, yeah. you know, exploding on his head as he oh, pounded yeah. into his forehead. It was magnificent. One of the greatest Steve Austin things, I remember seeing this, and this is before Trump was president because Trump was always a great <laughs> showman. Yeah. Trump was always a great entertainer. And for some reason, I can't remember which WrestleMania this was, but Trump was in the middle of the ring with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin. I think it's only fair that you give a man fair warning, so I'm going to break it down to you like this. Not only in this ring, don't get under my skin. Don't rub me the wrong way. What? Don't ruffle my feathers. What? Yeah. Basically, long story short, I'm telling you not to piss me off. Because if you do piss me off, I'll whip your ass. Now look at me when I'm talking to you. Because I've done my research on you. I don't give a rat's ass if you're worth a billion dollars, two billion dollars, three billion dollars. Hey! Oh, Austin! Austin stunned the Donald! What? Stone Cold Good God Almighty! That was WrestleMania 23, by the 23? way. 23? Yes. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. And you got to wonder how much of that is a shoot and how much of that is a work. You know, and that that's wrestling talk. Yeah. And we can shoot go, and a work. We can go into that later. Explain if so. you would please. So a shoot means it's real. They're talking about okay. they're they're actually pissed off at somebody. Sure. And a work is it's scripted. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, this has got to be scripted because Donald's gonna not gonna let his ass get kicked by oh, Stone yeah. Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. But that was magnificent. Donald always knew how to play. So Stone Cold Steve Austin, the book, and I got to call into the publisher to see if I can either get the the co-writer, or at least Stone Cold Steve Austin, but he, you know he don't talk to guys like me. But that's all right. But we're gonna see when we can get uh, this guy coming on. But March sixteenth, Wrestle Ing fans, Austin three sixteen comes out talking about books. Doctor Seuss. There's six of his books that have been nixed by the cancel culture. The six books that have been nixed, I ain't never heard of them. So who cares about them? Right. Now, there's one book that they're working on though. And the next book they say is going to be The Cat in the Hat. And The Cat in the Hat, I talked with Super Soul Sister yesterday to get the black perspective, the experience black on it. And um, the basic story on Cat in the Hat is two kids, little kids under 10 years of age, it looks to me, are left in their home alone. Mom's at work or out drinking with with her girlfriend. I don't know where dad is, if there is a dad, (laughs) because they show mom's bed and it's a single bed. Uh All right, so... Who knows where daddy is? Maybe she's uh, with daddy, whoever daddy might be. Nevertheless, the two little kids are alone. All of a sudden, you hear a humongous pounding on the door. The cat in the hat breaks in, and the two little kids are frightened. So I decided I'm going to ask Super Soul Sister, Smart Sister T, to angle it from our perspective. Let's say it's me and you. We are the two little children, the brother and sister. And all of a sudden, some big black cat comes into the house after pounding down the door and everything and says, hey, we're going to play some games. All right? Would you, would you, me and you, brother and sister, there at the window looking and the cat breaks in. We didn't invite the cat in, but he's in now. Would you go get mama's gun? Hell yeah, you pop a cat, baby. That's what you learned from an early age. <laughs> Let nobody come up in your house. That's uh, <laughs> best advice I think anybody could have. It's, pop a cat. Yeah, 10-year-old kid with a gun. Killing a, a cat, an easygoing cat. But anyway, <laughs> look for that to happen. That should be humongous because last year, 
the book sold 30 Three million dollars on the cat Whoa. in the hat. The only celebrity dead money that was bigger than that was Michael Jackson and his estate and all that. Mm. So thirty-three million dollars. Dr. Seuss probably said, "Okay, we'll get rid of these books, but hey, uh, all you other folks, we're keeping this because this is money, all right? Mm. And we can't lose our money, and you ain't going to close us down." The cat just happens to be a black cat because that's the way it was drawn back in 1950, whenever it came out, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But that's a smart sister T right there. She got a nice angle on it. We call it experience black here on Smash Daily. Now, let's go to uh, 1965. That's when it was. And this song right here, one of my favorite songs, but I got a better one coming up after this. Lou Christie celebrating all the great music that we play here. It's Smash Daily. a girl he can trust to the very end. Baby, that's you, what you wait. But till then, when I say lips big to be kissed, I can't stop, no, I can't stop myself. That's Lou Christie. That's a, that's a fantastic song. Number one on his day, in fact, in 1965. Now, I remember Lou Christie when I was a kid. 1965, I was a sophomore at Short Ridge High School in Indianapolis, Indiana. I remember the word on him because back then there was a different kind of competition. Nowadays, the competition is all social media and people bad-mouthing each other, trolling each other and everything. That's the way the whole oh, deal yeah, plays. Yeah. But back then, they were saying because of his high falsetto, lightning is striking again. Lou Christie, they called him the – you had Frankie Valley. Yeah. And that was like magnificent high falsettos oh, and everything. Yeah. They called Frankie Valley like the sophisticated high end. Lou Christie was the working man's high end. So he was not held in, as shall we say, a revered position as Frankie Valley back in that particular day. Mm-hmm. Had a few hits, but not as many as the Four Seasons. But one of the things that – they call him the working man's Frankie Valley is because they don't want him to sell more records than the Four Seasons were selling. But if people were digging his stuff, they're not going to be buying them. But this is my favorite Lou Christie song. This comes two years before 65. It came out in 1963. This is the kind of music I grew up with. This is the kind of music that has forced me to become the man that I am today. If you want to call me a man, if you don't want to call me a man, call me something else, but at least call this is two faces, have I, because this is the story of any person's life, because you got to put two faces on, sometimes three, four, five in today's modern society. Why? Because you got to talk differently to different people. And when you talk differently to different people, they're going to respond differently to you because you got to know how to work the crowd and everyone who's in it. That's me. Two faces have I pretend that I'm happy 
Because Lolo over here, what name are you using over at uh, well, my mix? Oh, it's Lolo. Are you Lolo yeah, over there too? I, I flop between Lauren and Lolo. No, nah, just... Lauren don't work for you, man. No, no, it's my name. But here's the deal: yeah. the only reason you use the name Lauren mm-hmm. is in honor to Lauren Green, who played Ben Cartwright and ran the Ponderosa. Oh my right? gosh, yes, that's the angle right there. Although right? his his Lauren is is spelled differently than mine. Mine is spelled L-O-R-E-N. Uh-huh. His is just N-E. L-O-R-N-E. Yes, but he is more cosmopolitan than you. You are he, of the riverbend. Yes, Thus, he, very the much The E so. is left yeah. off because it doesn't need to be there. It'll, it would stifle you. I'm also jealous of his voice. Oh, he was oh one of the great voices. Did you ever hear his? Oh, I got to yeah. find his song. What was that song? Bonanza. It was yeah, Bonanza, Bonanza but he had a hit. No, no, he had an actual hit, a oh, 45 he, hit. I can't remember I the name. Did, yeah. But there was the kind of songs that uh, that's played on My, my Mix, mix 94.3. That's another thing, because when I listen, some guys say 94.3, some guys say 94.3, yeah. 9.43. Yeah. What is it, do you know? I call it 94.3. All right, ninety four three. My mix ninety four ninety four three. Okay, okay. Because when Big Z was on that frequency, yeah, we yeah. went ninety four three. The Big Z. Ah, okay. See, I didn't know that. Okay, okay. Or the Big Z ninety four three, whatever you want but to call it. But yeah. the best mix of the greatest hits of the sixties and seventies got Lolo on in the afternoon, and you got Pigpen on in the morning, and just the best 
the best music all day long, and you play some Lou Christie, you Lou play Christie. Four Seasons, all kinds yeah. of stuff. Even disco, man, the good disco stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, a big yeah. fan of the Bee Gees because yeah. of my mix. Oh, I used to have the biggest disco show in Indianapolis Saturday night. It's called Studio 93. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah, man. I used to beat mix right there on uh, on. It was magnificent, right there with the two turntables oh, in the studio. Beautiful. You had to be badass back yeah, then, man. Yeah. But uh, there you go. You have been informed. Lou Christie, bravo. Love Lou Christie. And I'm looking to see what's next. Ah, we're doing football next, man. Oh. There is so much going on in the NFL. Who do we go to when we're looking for NFL? What do we got right there? Rain Man on line three. Rain Man. All right, let's see who Rain Man is. All right, give me All one right. second. Rain Man, are you there? Yeah, only 15 minutes to Wapner. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, hold on, Rain Man. Wonderful. I'm a very good driver. Okay. Are you really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Rain, Rain Man, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, when I as soon as I heard your voice, I knew it wasn't Rain Man, and I thought to myself, oh, okay, yeah. we're going to get a Dustin Hoffman type yeah. of show. I was about to ask where you were. Were you looking yeah. for Ringo by Lauren Green? Ringo, Ringo by Lauren that's Green. It. That's exactly it, man. You are smart. That's exactly it, man. Was that Maybe not a great song? Man. Yeah, <laughs> you might be. Uh, but that's Carl Sides right there. We're going to take it from the Sides line. NFL report coming up next here on Smash Daily WBGZ. <laughs> The Smash anywhere, anywhere. The Smash Daily Podcast. SmashDaily.com. 68 degrees right now. 6'8. 68 degrees right now. You know what it makes me want to do? Go out and back and build something. Backyard, maybe a big old shed. And that shed, if you fix it up right, could be a little tiny dollhouse for your kid. Could be a little, you know, kid's playhouse or something like that. And, you know, when the kids are gone, you use it as a shed. If you make it big enough, you put your mother-in-law out there and you got no hassle with my man. I'm just talking to the fellas, all right? Now, building. Weather like this makes you want to build, right? When it comes to building materials, building tools, building elements, building expertise, anybody that builds goes to, for the last 80 years, because March, this month right now, 80 years since the start of Fisher Lumber. Out there, right where they are right now on Shamrock, in East Alton. Magnificent. 80 years. They started in 1941. They bought it up block by block by block. You see the whole stretch right there with everything you need. If you need trusses for the house, you need shingles for the roofing, they got all that stuff. But the main thing that they got beyond everything you need is expertise. And a lot of times, you know, I mean, all the big contractors, when they're making all these developments and everything they're building over there, they come to Fisher Lumber. They've been coming to Fisher Lumber. You save money in the purchase of that particular house because they're saving money at Fisher Lumber. But here's what the deal is. You're going to save money on your own project. So if it's project building time and it's 68 degrees and going to be staying like this for a few days, yeah, it's project building time. Fisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R. 
FisherLumber.com. And I'll tell you what, Carl Sides, along with being a football hero, this dude knows movies. Carl, the movies open up uh, yet? You've been uh, doing movie reviews or anything? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not doing, they're not letting us go to screenings there. They're not. But uh, theaters are open. I have been to a couple movies at a theater. Yeah. But mostly they send them to us that are, you watch them on your computer. Like I've mm. got Coming to America mm-hmm. tonight. Oh, you're going to see. You can watch it in your home, though, right? Yeah, I watch it on my computer. Nice. Yeah, we're. we're I got to get back to that, man. That's a good point. Okay. I'm going to do that. I'm going to call Joe Moskis, everybody on over there, and we'll get that whole thing set up. But let's talk football right now. So much going on in the world of football. Of course, everybody knows that J.J. Watt went to the Phoenix Cardinals, smartest move he could have made, personal opinion, of course. Who wants to play in Cincinnati, in Buffalo, in all the cold weather cities when you can live in Phoenix, Arizona, and it's 65 degrees when you wake up every morning. I think he made the right choice, not only weather-wise, but also as far as being on the field is concerned. Carl Sides, this is the Sides line. What you say? I say that if he was looking for a ring, he went in the exact wrong direction. (laughs) Um, The only ring he's going to get is probably a Hall of Fame ring eventually. Yeah. And maybe a uh, ring of honor ring in Houston. Uh-huh, but, but that's the only rings he's going to. He went to the worst division possible. Yeah, but wait, 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 wait. He's going to be living the high life big time. And at the same time, the rumor is, and I know they've got to be working on it, the rumor is they're going to try to get Deshaun Watson off of Houston, Texas, to come on over there and quarterback, and then they're going to give him the quarterback, I can't remember his name right now, off of the uh, Phoenix Cardinals to slide on over to Houston. How do you think that would play? Uh, I think someone needs to put down the Kool-Aid. That that, that deal <laughs> never happened. Um, Why not? The, the, because, I mean, honestly, you've got the heir apparent. The kid got you to the playoffs last year. Um, why are you wanting to ship him to text to the Texans to basically you're get Deshaun Watson, man? Deshaun Watson's not all that because you're going to have to give up draft picks too. So the Cardinals are going to have no number one draft picks for the next three years. Mm-hmm. You know, last time, you, you, last time, happening. last time you yelled at me was the premiere of Godzilla versus King Kong about 25 years ago, and it scared me. <laughs> I'm worried about and because it's coming it, out in a couple so we're of weeks. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so let's go to uh, the Dallas uh, side of things and the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. Uh, they got to make some sort of decision by March, what, 7th or something 9th. like that, right? March 9th is 9th? the tag day. Okay. Um, they, they should have a decision on Dak Prescott in the next couple of days. Okay. He should be staying and signing a long-term deal. Yeah. I mean, they're talking the, – the, Sticking point is the t- length of the contract. Mm-hmm. They want five, he wants four. So I'm mm-hmm. sure they'll come to a, a decision and make a deal there. Okay. Um, Russell Wilson is your probably only. I mean, Russ, they're going to move to Sean Watson, but yeah. it's going to be. It's not going to be to Arizona. It's going to be to somebody else. Mm. Um, but Russell Wilson might be heading toward uh, the Windy City because really? they're probably the only team that has the the draft picks yeah. and the cap room to accept him. Uh huh. 
Well, who takes Russell Wilson's place in Seattle? Uh, <clears throat> Pete Carroll is a big <clears throat> USC guy, and I see yeah. them going after uh, Sam Darnold in the, with the Jets. Really? No kidding. As as much non-success as Sam Darnold's has had in his first couple of years, they're going to go for him? Well, Pete's got a bit of an mm. ego, and I think he thinks he can fix anybody. So well, he's going to go get his USC boy and bring yeah, him in and yeah. make him into uh, the next great quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus, Sam Darnold really didn't have a good line blocking for him. The, the whole aspect of the team did not no, work for him. No, weapons. I mean, yeah, it, right. basically, you, you go to New York to die. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Let's go to the Vikings, man. I couldn't believe they got rid of uh, Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph is a great player, man. Smash, this is only the first couple dominoes to fall in what's going to be probably the biggest offseason in NFL in the last decade. Oh, really? Uh, you're going to see a lot of big names. Come Once on. the tag day after the ninth, yeah. you're going to see a lot of big names released and a lot of free agents. Mm-hmm. So when these free agents come up, this is almost like a draft before the draft, isn't it? Yeah, it, that's exactly what it's going to be. Yeah. Because, But you've got to wait to find out where the the – the salary cap's going to be, okay. and how much room you're going to have to have, because that's what every team is going to be doing. They're going to be cutting personnel to get under the cap. Yeah. And then it'll be a free-for-all once you start signing free agencies following yeah. the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this, man, because I made note of this. Josh McCown, quarterback. Any quarterback? Yes. All right, so they got him as a backup in Texas, as I understand it. But the rumor is that they got him as a backup in Texas, not only be a backup, but to be a coach someday, if this coach that they hired in Dal- in uh, in Houston does not work out, then McCowan comes up and he becomes the uh, head coach. What do you think about that angle? It's always good to have depth. I mean, honestly, it's probably a good idea. The guy's been on so many teams and so many yeah. systems. Uh, exactly. He knows the game. It's <clears throat> probably a good idea. All right. Let's go to Alex Smith. Alex Smith to the Bears. That's what I was hearing. You're talking about Russell Wilson now, man. Yeah, Alex Smith not going to the Bears. Um, nah. But, Mike, what what is going on in Washington? I mean, this guy goes through, you know, numerous surgery, gets yep. back on the field, yep. plays quarterback, right. gets you to the playoffs, right. the comeback player of the year, yep. and they say bye. Yeah, well, we don't want you to come back here. That's the comeback yeah. player. Wait, don't come back. That's well, what they Alex said to Alex is going to go down where it's nice and sunny and yeah. warm. Oh, yeah. And play for his old coach, Urban Meyer, and be the backup to the, the, you know, the phenom no, that makes in sense. Jacksonville. That makes sense. That makes sense. Wow, that makes good sense. All right, let's go to the Raiders, man. The, the Raiders, I love the Raiders. That's kind of like my, my team. But they haven't really gelled yet. But here's what the crazy part about the Raiders is. Three of the Raiders players in the early part of the season said, I'm going to opt out of the season because I fear the COVID. Now the season's over, and they cut all three of those players. What are they doing? Yeah, Chucky, I guess Chucky holds a... You know, grudge. That's what I'm like, thinking, you want buddy. to play for me during the COVID season, then yeah. you're not going to play for me ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So let me ask you what happens with quarterback Carr over there at the Raiders. Is he still up for sale, or what are they going to play there? I think I, I think he's up for sale, but it's going to take a huge offer to get yeah. him, and I don't see him moving. Yeah, I don't, right. that's I don't what, that's what I'm thinking. Throwing out number ones for Derek Carr. All right, so do the Raiders, when it's their time to pick in the uh, draft coming up at – was it April 29th? Uh, do they go for a quarterback to more or less fill in and have David Carr be the backup to that quarterback to 
give him his uh, expertise and help him develop? I would if I was them. I yeah. would definitely be looking for somebody to at least challenge him and push him. Yeah. Um, but then if you don't go quarterback in the draft, there's going to be umpteen quarterbacks floating around in yeah. free agency. Right One of them being a, a winner everywhere he's been, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Bring sure. him in. If Carr's not playing well, Fitzmagic will come in, yeah. and he'll propel you to a playoff spot. Yeah. Fitzpatrick's been all over the the league also, and I guess there's a credibility to that, and at the same time, there's a, uh, wow, I don't know if I want this guy here because he can't hold a gig. He's always the guy, you know, the bridesmaid, never the bride. Mm. I mean, he's always the second coming, Yeah, but he always wins. Yeah. I mean, he just he always does. went. He does. He does. He does. All right. Anything uh, that I might have missed? Only the the passing of a legend and an icon. You know, everybody that you know, anybody oh, that yeah, loves these pregame shows. Right, right, right. They all started with one group of people and mm-hmm. one man, mm-hmm. Irv Cross. Irv Cross, man, I loved Irv, Irv Cross. He was fantastic, and he was a great uh, football broadcaster, too. Not only a great player, but he was able to slide off into the broadcasting chair, get behind the mic, and, and it was effortless for him. Yeah, NFL Today on CBS, was mm-hmm. it was the, the show that started it all. Yeah. I mean, you had Brent Musburger, who's now the voice of the L- Las Vegas Raiders, right. Phyllis George and Jimmy the Greek. Those right. four were must-see viewing yeah. for football. Yeah, boy, you I don't think – were you around when Jimmy the Greek got busted for – racially insensitive comments and all that crap i saw the show i saw the everything yeah Yeah. i was around i'm 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 older than you think (laughs) (laughs) okay well everybody's so much younger than me i just uh, i gotta ask that kind of question so you go that's a little bit of look of the uh the nfl for you right there hey what do you think about uh jj watt getting to keep his number 99 the daughter of the number 99 player i can't remember his name one of the old time cardinals I uh, said, you know what? Grandpa would have been proud. You go ahead, J.J. Watt, and take that 99. J.J. has a way of getting his way no matter what. Mm. So that's, I mean, yeah. Pay, pay homage to the to the old-timer, but, yeah. you know, at least do him justice and play well in Arizona, J.J. That's all that's I got it. to say. All right, we'll catch up with you on another time when uh, more football news breaks. That is Carl yeah, Sides. We should have a lot to talk about. I bet, I bet we will. That's right. Carl Sides, he's in the NFL Hall of Fame, believe it or not. They have a fans division, and he, as Ram Man, not Rain Man, but as Ram Man, is in the uh, Canton Hall of Fame, man. Proud of you, buddy, because one of the reasons we had all the humongous Budweiser tailgate tent parties, big successes, uh, successes was uh, for, you know, the, what I call the Rams Rowdies, and you were the leader of the Rams Rowdies. It was magnificent to see you in the Hall of Fame. Make me proud, son. Make me proud. So uh, <laughs> I'll catch you next week, buddy. And there you have it. All right. Much love to you, brother. Love to you. From the side's line, you're listening to it here on Smash Daily. You got to be a Smash Daily is everywhere. Cause I is where you's at. Smashdaily.com.
Mr. Lola, I ask you to look out the window. Is that Commander Nick Dar forcing his daughter to move furniture with him? I was wondering what was going I on. I think it is. I think it is. Because his chair is out in front yeah. of the window, and I had been yeah. concerned about that for yeah. some time. That's what I'm looking I at. I thought he was going to sit there and monitor us. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> we see it. But, uh, hey, uh, you know, I mean, if you get the kids to, to do the work, why not? My old man used to have me go into crawl spaces. He's a plumber. I went out plumbing with my dad. Used to go in the crawl spaces. You see the snakes and the cockroaches and the rats and everything. They'd be looking at me, and some of them crawl up on me. Hey, thanks, Pop. Uh, made me not want to be a uh, a plumber. Let me put it that way. Right. I got into the rock and roll business. So hold on. It's my brother-in-law calling. Obviously, my brother-in-law doesn't know when I'm on the air, but a wonderful <laughs> fella. But he's asking me. He says I'm going to Gulf Shores because it's right over there in Creve Corps. Yeah. He says, what do you want? I said, I'll just take a salad. This is whatever they got, the, the Gulf Shore salad. They got all kinds of great food at Gulf Shores, not only in the Creve Coeur location, but also in the Edwardsville location. And the beauty of it is Creve Coeur's been there 17 years, Edwardsville seven years now. They both have the same ambiance. Because one of the things about restaurants, food can be really great. But if it ain't got an ambiance, it's kind of like, mm. So you want to talk about the big easy. You want to about, talk about New Orleans. You want to talk about Gulf Shores, all right? That's the ambiance. The music thereof comes through the speakers. It's just magnificent. Ain't that beautiful music type stuff? You know, that Muzak, as it used to be called. That uh, It's beautiful, rocking, blues, and Cajun music. That's just part of it. Then you got the food, and you'd be crying. I got, in fact, I'm going there for dinner tomorrow night uh, to the Creek Corps location myself. So I'm eating two nights in a row. So... If indeed it is Cajun food you love, it is indeed one place to go with two locations, and that is Gulf Shores Restaurant. Now, you can find everything out at Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill.com. Smash, smash, digging a smash. The silence is for a young man named Cab Calloway. Now, I know we play on our sister station, My Mix 94.3. My Mix 94.3, My Mix 9.4.3, My Mix 9.4.3. Play it over there. I'm talking about the great music of, well, the best mix of the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. I don't think we go back to 1931, but I'm going back right now to 1931. Because on this day in 1931, this song came out. It's his theme song, and this song was the first million-selling jazz song in the history of jazz music I'm going to play a little bit of it for you right here. Cab Calloway. I'm playing this because you're looking a little bit ticked to me. And I know Mr. Lolo's displeasure is coming out next. And so I'm just hoping this might cheer you up a little bit, Mr. Lolo. But a little bit of Cab Calloway right here. And the great song. Minnie the Moochie. No more. Cab Calloway! Hey, folks, here's a story about Minnie the Moochie. Come on. She was a low down, huge coochie. She was the roughest, toughest, frail. Minnie had a heart as big as a whale. Heidi, 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 ho! Heidi, 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 ho! Yeah. 
Good days, baby. Irritated, exasperated, galled, infuriated, enraged. Now here is a dude who is hot under the collar. Smash Daily now presents Mr. Lolo's Displeasure. There's a lot going on in society. What could be displeasuring you right now, Mr. Lolo's displeasure? All right. Well, I have a Facebook page from our radio page, right? I'm on right. Facebook and I'm on Instagram. And let me say, as a producer, you do a fantastic job of posting all that kind of stuff and Thank marketing you. and Thank promoting you. and all that. Salute. Thank you. Thank yep. you. But that doesn't make it better. No, no, of course. I see your displeasure. You know what would make it better? I don't know. Followers. If I could get followers, right. L-O-R-E-N on radio, I'm all over the place. Yeah. But... What I want people to stop doing what? is these stupid bots, and I'm talking about these porn bots sending me these links, thinking that I'm dumb enough that I'm going to click these links and get a virus on my phone. What are they called? Porn bots? Yeah. Like a robot? Yeah. And they send it to not only just me, but they send it to like a whole group of people. Uh. And it's, I'm thinking, why? And I got to send them to spam every single time. Yeah. Every single time. It's annoying. Had you ever thought about maybe looking into them and seeing how they might apply to your life and thus uplift you in their own individualistic fashion? No. No? Okay. No. No wonder you're pissed. No wonder (laughs) you have displeasure. I just want them to stop. Oh, yes. But how do you get them to stop? I don't know. That's the thing that's making me mad is I don't know. I'm sending them to spam. Do I report them to Facebook? How did they start? They just send you you links. I don't know how they start. I, I just know that they send you links. Yeah. And they are incessant and they're annoying. Well, the crazy part about it is that people do this porn stuff. I mean, so much more so now than it did. Like, I remember the early days of it because I remember. Yeah. But uh, now it is all over the place. And the crazy part about it is it's just normal citizens who are doing it. Back then it was, quote unquote, actors and actresses of a porn and adult film nature. But now it is the citizenry and it makes me... Not only sad, but at the same time, it makes me inquisitive. But that's just me. It's also called the, oh, I got a job. Oh, I'm going to send this link to Lauren. <laughs> I'm glad to see you're trying to bring some mirth and uplifting to it with your, oh, because you had some massive displeasure right there. He's testy, ticked, pissed. Or maybe his mommy didn't love him enough. With all guns a-blazin', that was Mr. Lolo's Displeasure, live from Life's MMA Octagon, a.k.a. Smash Daily. Come on with the ball, the bank, the bank, diggy, 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 set the boogie, set off, drop the boogie.